Monday, May the 17th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, the deadliest day yet in Gaza and AT&T and Discovery in tie-up talks. First, the world in brief. The conflict between Israel and Palestinians in Gaza continued into a seventh day. Israeli strikes killed at least 42 in Gaza City on Sunday, and more rockets were fired into Israel from the territory. Palestinian protesters clashed with Israeli soldiers in the West Bank. Despite international calls to de-escalate, no halt to the fighting looks imminent. Israel's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, vowed to continue the operation for as long as necessary. AT&T and Discovery are in talks to combine their media holdings, according to Bloomberg. AT&T, a telecoms operator, owns big-name television properties including CNN and HBO. Discovery focuses on reality and non-fiction television, with channels like the Food Network and Animal Planet. A deal may be announced this week. Taiwan recorded 207 COVID-19 cases on Sunday, its highest daily total since the start of the outbreak last year. The authorities in Taipei, the capital, imposed a two-week lockdown in a bid to stop the spread of the virus, which caused panic buying. The country's handling of the pandemic had been hailed as one of the most successful in the world. Britain eased its COVID-19 lockdown restrictions. It now allows some foreign travel on a three-tier, quote, traffic light system and gatherings of up to six people indoors. People are allowed back inside pubs and restaurants again. The health secretary said that vaccines seem to protect against the Indian variant. It is spread in Britain, mostly to unvaccinated people. Meanwhile, New York's subway will resume full service today, as American cities also emerge from lockdown. Fighters from a new anti-junta militia withdrew from the town of Mindut in Chin State, in the far west of Myanmar, under assault from the army. The group said it was withdrawing for fear of civilian casualties. The army said, quote, unscrupulous people had killed several soldiers. The new Chilean Defence Force joins a host of other armed groups in the country, fighting in opposition to a coup-installed government. At least 12 people died in heavy rains and winds caused by Cyclone Tokte. It is the first severe storm to hit India this season. As the cyclone moves along the coast, tens of thousands of people will be forced to evacuate their homes. In May 2020, over 110 people died after Amphan, a super cyclone, ravaged the eastern part of the country. AXA, a big French insurer, said that its Asian operations had been hit by a ransomware attack that had reaped large amounts of customers' sensitive personal data. The news came days after AXA said it would no longer write cyber insurance policies. An unnamed source told the Financial Times that the attack preceded the policy decision. Fact of the day. Each, quote, Tamir interceptor missile used by Israel's Iron Dome defense system is estimated to cost around $40,000. Israel says Hamas has fired nearly 3,000 rockets its way over the past week. Most were successfully shot down. And editor's note. We recently introduced two new items to Espresso, a fact of the day, and, on Saturdays, a mini-profile of a figure in the news. We would like to hear your opinions of these, good or bad. Tell us what you think by writing to Adam Roberts at editor-espresso at economist.com. And now, here's today's agenda. Decision Season America's Supreme Court It is opinion-writing season for America's Supreme Court. 
With the summer break looming, the judges have 33 of the term's 57 rulings still to issue, starting today. Two have been outstanding since November. California v Texas is a constitutional challenge to the Affordable Care Act. Though the case is far-fetched, the justices tarrying suggests the healthcare law could be in trouble. The second overripe case, Fulton v Philadelphia, asks whether the quote, free exercise of religion requires the city to work with a Catholic foster care agency that refuses same-sex couples. Other fundamental rights lie in the balance. Mahanoy v BL concerns the limits of students' freedom of speech on the internet. Bernovich v Democratic National Committee is a voting rights case that will shape legal battles over new restrictions in states such as Florida, Georgia and Texas. The court's decisions always matter, but some of the upcoming ones may be momentous. China's economy. Slower but steadier. It has been more than a year since China faced a serious COVID-19 outbreak, so its economic recovery offers a partial preview for the rest of the world. Three trends stand out, highlighted by data released today. First, growth remains exceptionally strong compared with a year earlier when people were reluctant to venture out, but it is losing momentum. Industrial output rose 10% year-on-year in April, down from 14% in March. The central bank has already started tapering monetary policy. Second, the recovery is better balanced. Last year, factory production drove Chinese growth. This year, people are again flocking to shops and restaurants, with retail sales up 18% year-on-year in April. Finally, producer prices have soared because of supply bottlenecks, but consumer price rises are more subdued, and cooling growth may alleviate the inflationary pressure. All in all, it looks like a return to normality, neither a pandemic-stricken recession nor a stimulus-induced overheating. Other countries will hope for the same. Gangnam Style Numbers Berkshire Hathaway's Share Price What links Warren Buffett, a revered investor, and Sai, a Korean pop star? On May 4th, the Nasdaq exchange was forced to exclude Class A shares in Berkshire Hathaway, the conglomerate headed by Mr Buffett, from its data feeds, as the share price approached $429,496.7295. Actual trading in the stock, which is listed elsewhere, proceeded. That number was the largest value 32 binary digits, or bits, could represent in Nasdaq software. The limit is the connection to Sai, whose video Gangnam Style broke 2,147,483,647 views, the largest 31-bit value on YouTube in 2014, forcing a programming change. Software engineers strive to anticipate the largest possible number needed in their systems. Yet just as old video games malfunctioned when players hit unforeseen scores, Sai and Berkshire reveal how the unthinkable can become reality. An update to Nasdaq's systems goes live today. Berkshire Hathaway's share price will have to exceed $1.8 quadrillion to break them again. The Mary Rose Diversity in Henry VIII's Navy Centuries before it became synonymous with the power of the British Empire, the Royal Navy was already an important symbol of English prestige and no ship was dearer to King Henry VIII, 1509-1547, than the Mary Rose, until it sank in 1545 at the Battle of the Solent. In 1971, the wreck was discovered between Portsmouth and the Isle of Wight. Over the next 11 years, more than 19,000 objects and the ship herself were recovered. New research shows there are more secrets to be uncovered. 
After studying the remains of eight crew found with the wreck, scientists at Cardiff University have found that the Tudor Navy was more diverse than once thought. Of the skeletons, researchers said three were from Southern Europe and North Africa. Another was possibly a second-generation North African immigrant. Those wishing to take a closer look can visit the Mary Rose exhibition in Portsmouth, which reopens today. Cultural Evolution Danon divests and restructures Danon will today finalise the sale of its 9.8% stake in China Mongyu Dairy Company, headquartered in Inner Mongolia. In doing so, it hopes to quieten complaints from activist investment funds. The beleaguered French food group will return most of the $2 billion from the divestment to investors through a share buyback. In March, Emmanuel Faber was toppled as chairman and chief executive of Danon after clashes with board members about strategy and calls from activist funds to resign over the group's poor returns. Mr Faber, an advocate of stakeholder capitalism, was accused by some of being more interested in saving the planet than his firm. Reports suggest that Antoine de Saint-Afrique, the outgoing boss of Barry Calabout, a Swiss chocolate maker, is the frontrunner to take over. His rival could be Nathalie Ruse, a former top executive at L'Oreal, a cosmetics giant. Whoever is picked is on notice that doing good must not come at the expense of doing well. Finally, here's the quote of the day from William Gibson, who was born on March 17th, 1948. Time moves in one direction, memory in another. We are that strange species that constructs artefacts intended to counter the natural flow of forgetting. That's it from The Economist Morning Briefing, available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber, you have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app on your mobile device to start listening.